When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? It is Ricky the Blue, the associate editor of TechSideline.com and your Virginia Tech football beat writer. I wanted to go ahead and bring you guys my mini podcast for this week as Virginia Tech cruise to a 38 to nothing win over Old Dominion. If you haven't read my game recap or my game notes, you can go ahead and read those now on TSL. Those are live. Uh, also, we'll have some more coverage from the Old Dominion game later on Monday. But let's go ahead and dive into this game because I thought it was really interesting. Uh, first thing that really stood out was, again, another slow start for the Virginia Tech offense. Uh, just three points in the first quarter. Uh, it seemed like the offense really struggled to get going until about midway through the second, and then they really started to hit their stride. Uh, they, they had a stretch where they scored five touchdowns on six possessions. Uh, three of those were Stephen Peoples. He had a fantastic game. Uh, here's a guy from Galax, 135 all-purpose yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he was absolutely terrific, tripled his career touchdown total, so he definitely went off against Old Dominion. Another guy who really, really had a great game is Cam Phillips, who again had over 100 yards receiving, which is his third game of the season doing that. And he set a school record with 31 straight games with a catch, so Cam Phillips continues to be a menace for opposing defenses despite him really being uh, really the only reliable option so far and consistent option in the passing game. Uh, Obviously, the Virginia Tech defense was terrific in this game. This is their second shutout in three games. Uh, And and if you actually think about it, in the last three games, uh, or excuse me, in the last 12 quarters, they've only allowed 17 points. I mean, that is a great number. Obviously, they haven't played a high level of competition in that stretch. But I think it's safe to say that this Virginia Tech defense is feeling confident, and they're very good. The fact that you can get two shutouts in three games uh, in this day and age of college football, it's just kind of hard to expect. I know that Mook Reynolds was talking after the game about how he wants to to get to that four or five number. The, the, the 2006 Virginia Tech defense had four shutouts, and he was talking about how they're really aiming to get to that point. And who knows, with with as many games that are left in the schedule, uh, it, it certainly seems like it could happen. Uh, obviously, there are a few things that we do need to address that are negatives in terms of injuries. There were a few players that did go out of this game. One was Divine Diablo, who did pick up his first career interception. Uh, however, on that play, it looked like he messed up his foot up in some way. Uh, he did not return after the game. He was seen in crutches. So it's not exactly sure what Diablo's status is. Justin Fuente said after the game that he would be evaluated in that uh, if it was serious that the coaches would alert the media as to what his status is. Um, And if it's not serious, chances are we probably won't hear anything about it. Uh, But if that's the case, that could be a huge blow to this Virginia Tech defense. Divine Diablo has almost become a de facto starter. He hasn't uh, been the starter. But if you look in terms of snaps played, he's playing a significant amount of snaps at the free safety position with Terrell Evans moving over to Rover in those situations. And I think that Diablo uh, really, I think, is one of the Tech's better defensive backs. And I think that he uh, really makes this Virginia Tech defense a bit more versatile than maybe, say, if you had Reggie Floyd at Rover. Uh, So we'll definitely see what happens with uh, Divine Diablo. Uh, Devin Hunter was not dressed for this game. Uh, A Virginia Tech spokesman said uh, sometime in the second quarter that Devin was questionable coming into the game with some sort of injury. 
um, and, and he was held out. He, he did not dress. He was inactive. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on that, especially with De uh, Divine Diablo being injured. Devin Hunter may be called on later in the season or right now or next week against Clemson. Uh, also, James Clark was a guy who did not play. Uh, I did see him dressed, uh, but we did not really see much of James Clark, if any. I don't recall seeing him at all. If you did recall seeing him, go ahead and comment and let me know. Uh, but if that's the case, that's another receiving option that Tech is down. Uh, obviously, Philip Patterson is, is, is hurt right now. Uh, Caleb Farley was hurt before the year started. Tech is really trying to figure out who their reliable contributors are in the passing game, and so far they haven't been able to find many. Um, so they really need James Clark healthy, and if they can get him healthy, that really gives them a thir uh, another guy to maybe be the third option behind Cam Phillips and Sean Savoy. Another injury was Trayvon McMillan, who seemed who went out earlier or later in the game. Uh, th th there's no, uh, no, we're not really sure what the injury was. He did look like he had a noticeable limp after the game. And we were not told anything after the game about his status, so we will see what Trayvon McMillan's status is going forward. Stephen Peoples uh, was injured at, in that game as well. Um, however, the uh, Stephen Peoples said after the game himself that he think it was just a twisted ankle and that he seemed fine. Justin Fuente said that uh, Stephen Peoples was pulled from the game not due to injury, but because Tech just wanted to save their all of their starters. So there are a few injury questions to watch coming into this game. Uh, we're hoping that Virginia Tech will release an injury report. Usually, at least last season, they released injury reports before all of their conference games. Hopefully they'll do so again, so we'll give us a little bit more clarity. Uh, remember, guys, college game day is coming to Blacksburg for Virginia Tech versus Clemson. Uh, it's the first time since 2007, so it'll definitely be add to the atmosphere that we should see at this game. There's supposed to be uh, a lot of big-time recruits at this game. Uh, it's sold out. It's at 8 p.m. on ABC. So this is definitely a chance for Virginia Tech to really step or excuse me, make a good a good first step into the program and turning this program back around and getting it to a, a, a level of national competition. Uh, so it'll definitely be an interesting game to watch and an, an interesting week leading up to that game. Uh, we will have uh, Will Stewart's Monday thoughts later today, and then we will also have um, my recap from uh, Justin Fuente's Monday press conference, and hopefully we'll get some more news in terms of injuries there and also just get their, their um, views on Clemson so far. Uh, thank you guys for listening, everybody. We'll be back with a full episode of the TSL podcast later this week, most likely on Thursday, and we'll go over several things, including touching on some Old Dominion stuff and definitely looking forward to this Clemson game, which, again, is Saturday, 8 p.m. on ABC. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you later this week.